Hi everyone, for those who don't know me, I'm Raluca and I'm super happy to virtually meet you and explore together the vast, complex and yet so beautiful world of relationships. In case you may wonder why me or who I am, I'll definitely invite you to listen to previous seasons, at least the intro of the first episodes and you'll get it fast. What I like to share is what I'm not, and that is a love guru. I am not your love guru, so for those who accidentally tap into this thinking, this is where the magic happens and you'll find your significant other just listening to it, well, let's say you might not get those results in the next few weeks, nor I think anyone can get such results only by listening to a podcast, just saying. And yet, I'll definitely invite you and encourage you to stay. First, because the synchronicity that brought you here may just simply guide us. And second, because while working on improving relationships in general, well, something magic may and will happen in the end. So providing you want better relationships in your life, no matter we speak about friends, family, love, work, hobbies, etc. Jump in and let's start this new journey together. We'll take it one question at a time, wondering how come relationships are so hard, why it gets better with some and worse with others, who is pushing our red buttons, how to deal with a group or team interaction, how to handle one-to-one relationship, or how to make the best of any encounter. This and many more will be explored in, let's say, 10-15 minutes weekly episode to make it fast, fun, and easy to move forward. So here we go, the official opening. Welcome to the question of us. Season 4 of the Grow Now podcast. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back to your podcast. Hope you managed to test or even implement some of the things we discussed last time, and you can see by yourself their benefits. Like always, what it matters the most is how it is working for you. Not because I say so, just because you have tried it by yourself and you notice what is happening in terms of your own energy and of the quality of your relationships after all. I also hope that you had some time to reflect on this topic. I was so excited to approach ever since this new podcast series came along. How to reconcile freedom and relationship. Oh my goodness, this is so exciting, isn't it? When we enter a relationship, even a friend or work relation, it does come with some commitment and therefore with integrating the other person into the equation. Of course, working means going to work, mostly between specific hours and being meetings and so forth when we refer to a work relation, for example. A friend might be willing to do more or less things with us based on how much time we may have or be able to include them into our schedule and what kind of activities and so forth. That creates a little bit of constraint. Not to mention that when we enter a romantic relationship, life is changing. And when kids come along, sometimes it's a completely different life than what we used to have or what we have even imagined when we said yes. And I do hear you. It sucks literally to have to choose between feeling free and being in a relationship, feeling connection and love between two essential values and actually condition of life in itself, freedom and love. Yet, most of the time when I highlight this topic with my clients, they 
kind of feel somehow resigned into, well, well, I had to give up my freedom. My wife is the one who has the power in my house, or my husband has all the money, or my kids are the kings of the house, and we cannot do anything they don't agree to, and so forth when we refer to a couple relation. That in times creates, in the understanding way, of course, feelings of frustration, of sacrifice, of struggling, and the price that sometimes may seem too high, no matter the love we may get in exchange. So what is the key? How can one reconcile the both? Can we? Like everything, life is a matter of perspective more than condition or circumstances. Both me and you know people, maybe not a huge majority, okay, let's see, yet in my case quite overwhelming, who are single and happy and free, who are married and happy and free, who have friends and they feel happy and free with them, who have powerful working relationship and who love their work and the connection they have in that environment and so forth, right? We can give so many examples of those people. I mean, you can even pause for a while right now. Think about it around you. People that you know or people that you may know about that enjoy their life, that have, you know, a, a good, you know, family relation, a good couple, a good work relationship. I remember my first years, I mean, working for this multinational, we had the most powerful connection. We were a bunch of young people going to lunch every time, uh, every day, uh, going to, you know, parties and stuff in the late of the day, you know, when we are finishing work and we were working late as well. We were challenging ourselves and, and had such a, you know, many, many things to work on, yet it was a very powerful and beautiful relationship. Hope all of that resonates. And, and again, think about it, something that you may have experienced sometime in your life, somebody around you that you know, or somebody that you know about it. I think it's important to, I don't know, bring back those examples as well, because many times we are just having those examples that are not fulfilling us or giving us hope or, or joy. You see, they do exist, those people. And it is not that always they feel that. It's that the most of the time they feel that. Meaning, yes, they could have conflict. They could have, you know, uh, anger or, you know, frustration at times or even sadness due to some specific relationship or some specific part of that relationship. Yet, mostly, they seem to have something else. Something that is priceless. The choice. So, what are the few secrets I like to share and reflect with you on? First, and I deeply love this one, people choose to spend time on what they enjoy and with whom they enjoy also. You may not be able to force anyone to love you and to choose you and to spend quality time with you. So there is a level of awareness and acceptance involved to a happy life and happy relationship. One of the most beautiful key is to choose who is choosing you. 
you know, hopefully be back on that. Yet, what is the value of being involved, not to say obsessed, with someone who does not want you? Either then creating a miserable life for yourself and we only have one single life, for God's sake. You see, I have this client of mine, um, beautiful, intelligent uh, young lady, involved with a guy who is very nice, handsome, and so and so, yet who is not willing to enter a committed relationship with her. And she keeps asking me, okay, how to convince him? Because he's the best guy ever, and I'm so in love, and blah, blah, blah. So she understands he might not feel the same way. She, he might not be in that time of his life where he's ready to commit. Yet, she can help but thinking of him all the time. And of course, we are only human. We might fall in love with the wrong person. For us, you know, who may be or may happen to be a great person anyhow. Yet, for different personal reasons, they want something else at that specific moment. It can happen to the best of us, right? Yet, there is a moment of choice after being perfectly aware and simply accepting the reality as it is, you know. I'm in love with this guy. He is great. He is not ready for a committed relationship. This has nothing to do with me. And at that moment of choice, it is becoming a conscious choice. I am in love and it's like that and I can choose to keep moving with my life as the other person made a different choice anyhow. So hope this resonates. Second, and I truly love this one as well, there is no such thing that I expect others to make me happy. That is mostly one of the biggest issues of any relationship. We have expectations, and those expectations are by default a source of frustration. How many times we even use the formula, I had higher expectations on you, when someone deceives us? Yet, happiness is nobody's job but ourselves as individuals. And a happy and healthy relationship is a relationship where both individuals are happy when they enter that relationship. They don't go there to feel a void or a need. They enter to experience, to explore, and to enjoy. Have you noticed how great are our connections when we are good inside ourselves, when we are in good mood? Even, you know, on day-to-day -day basis. Like, I want to go to a movie with a friend of mine, and I'm in such a good mood. First, I can go by myself, you know, no problem if it's not available. Second, when I see my friend from that energy, it is contagious, and the joy is growing. Expecting others to make me happy may be a bad investment, not only because I will suffer so much when, you know, my happiness depends on others, even when they are kind, loving, caring people, they do have their own life anyhow. And second, because we keep focusing so much on what they don't do, on what they don't have, on how much they don't love me enough, reaching that classical conclusion, you know, that I'm not good enough to be loved, uh, uh, I'm not loved by this person, and so on, so, that we will eventually create a climate of stress and anger that will affect any relationship, anyhow. Moreover, expectations are not only a source of frustration, also 
they are a source of limitation as we cannot go or we cannot allow life and people to surprise us. Finally, number three, any person can be or consider themselves a victor or a victim in any specific situation or relation. Somehow, one of the things that surprises me every time is that giving a choice, you know, something happens, the victim seems more available to us when in trouble, when things are not happening the way we want them to. While a victor is not necessarily someone who wins who wins over someone else. It's not about I win, you lose. A victor is someone who knows how to be the captain of their own ship, how to enjoy the experiences, how to experience life that, you know, as it comes to them and do the best with what they have and is being offered to them. A victor is someone who is in abundance of what it is and what is coming instead of the in the scarcity of what is missing and what have not access to, no matter how much they tried. Who knows to recognize love and light and energy in all that it is and to see the freedom in themselves, not in their conditions or circumstances. They know love, it's also a state of mind and so is freedom. Oh gosh, I so love these topics. I, I hope you can feel it, you can hear it in, in my voice and my energy. I'm so curious to see how you see and how you evolve on this as well. And maybe we'll continue on that uh, next week in the interest of time, of course. And maybe something you might be willing to reflect more, it's this. There is a responsibility in freedom and there is freedom in responsibility. Okay, I'll say it again. There is a responsibility in freedom and there is freedom in responsibility. Looking forward for your thoughts and questions and explore it a little bit more in the next episode. Till then, enjoy. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit Mitraluka dot com.